Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Today, we're driving into the world of AI with the debut of Grok, an AI that pairs knowledge with humor designed to both answer your burning questions and challenge you with new ones, all while connecting you to the real-life knowledge of the X platform. Meanwhile, OpenAI revolutionized app development with its new API bringing the power of GPT-4 Turbo and a suite of customizable AI tools, including ChatGPT and DALI 3 to developers everywhere, while letting anyone create their own version of ChatGPT. In a startling investigation, investigative report, data brokers have been caught selling military personnel data for as little as 12 cents a person, highlighting major privacy concerns of selling military personnel data. And over at YouTube, the platform is, telling, is testing a new generative AI tool to summarize comments and foster better conversations, paving the way for a smarter, more intuitive, using your experience. You're listening to Geek News Central, and I'm your host, the one and only Todd Cochran, for episode 1705, coming to you this Monday, November 6th, as we embark on a journey through the latest AI and tech. A big shout out to our primary sponsors at GoDaddy.com, powering our geeky endeavors here. Grab their jaw-dropping deals at geeknewscentral.com forward slash GoDaddy. And hey, to all our awesome listeners, you're the real MVPs. Back us up at geeknewcentral.com forward slash insider by becoming a GNC insider. Are you feeling the buzz? We're live and lit with those fresh modern apps from podcastapps.com. Join our value for value movement just by hopping onto a fresh podcast app at podcastapps.com. To all our amazing listeners out there, a big virtual hug. Dive into our digital hub, of course at geeknewcentral.com. Get over there as soon as you can. And we want you to get connected in any way you can on your favorite podcasting app. Of course, you can slide into our chat room at geeknews.chat. We've got that social interact integration going on. And you have feedback. That's very, very simple to do. All you have to do is ping me at geeknews at gmail.com, geeknews at gmail.com, or over on x at Geek News, or find me lounging on Facebook. Don't forget to, forget to check out our partner shows. I'll link to geeknewscentral.com and a massive salute to GoDaddy, the longest-running continuous sponsor of podcasts where savings begin here. You can do the, find those savings at geeknewscentral.com forward slash GoDaddy. Again, we want to thank GoDaddy for being a longtime sponsor of the show. And again, savings start here. This is the page to go to. And again, a penny. Brand, just a penny for a new domain name or a dollar ninety nine a month economy hosting for the first year with a free domain or two ninety nine a month to manage WordPress hosting for the first year with a free domain. The two absolute best hosting deals in the known universe and the absolute best deal on getting a brand new 
domain name for just a penny. You can get a free trial of GoDaddy website builder, your choice of personal business or business plus plans. That's a one month free trial. We want to thank GoDaddy again for being our longtime sponsor here of the podcast. We want to thank you for your support. We did get the word. Uh, I don't know if I talked about on the last show, but we got our, our October numbers in and everything's looking good. Thank you all for your support. But again, we want you to consider getting online, doing something cool. And uh, with all this AI stuff, man, there's just no reason why you can't come with a good idea. <laughs> you got to do is ask chat GPT for something cool to do along your interest lines. You might be surprised what it comes up with. <clears throat> but I tell you, this, uh, this started out as an interesting weekend. I think it was good Friday. Saturday, I was at the house, kind of chilling, doing my thing. Decided, oh, maybe I'll go out to eat. Saturday afternoon, late Saturday afternoon, I went downstairs and my car's tire was flat as a pancake. And it was too late to uh, to get a uh, to get a, a fix. And I really didn't have that much going on. So I aired it up <laughs> and it was leaking slowly. So I was like, okay, I can get to town. Got to town, got some food, looked at it, lost about four pounds aired it up a little more, drove it home. And then uh, this morning was totally flat again. So I was, you know, I was pretty pleased. I called the folks I buy my tires from here in town and uh, Pell's Tire. And I said, hey, can I get in at about 11? I've got some meetings. Can I get in at 11? He says, we don't, you know, hey, he says, you just come on. We don't take appointments. And I showed up at 11, uh, sat down, basically walked in their office and said, hey, I got a flat that needs fixed. And yeah, he gave me, gave me five minutes. And uh, about five minutes later, the, the other guy that was in the office, when the, his car was being pulled out, and the guy says, ah, pull it in. Now, this is one of those places where you actually pull it in yourself. You drive into their building, drive onto their lift. So that tells you how local it is. You're not going to get away without any any big, uh, big brand or anything. And uh, I got out, and I said, okay, right rear. He said, you want to hang out while I fix it? I'm like, no, I'll just go sit down. And literally, like, I just opened my phone, started kind of looking at a few things. He came and said, hey, you're all, you, you had a, a a screw in it. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I thought he was just letting me know there was a screw in it. And the guy said, hey, you don't want to leave? And I was like, he's done? Yeah, he's done. And I said, okay, how much to owe you? He said, oh, no, you buy tires from us, so it's covered. So I was in and out in no, no less than 20 minutes. I, I just, man, I, I was like, jazz because I was figuring I was going to be there an hour. You know, there could have been other people there. I just, I guess I timed it right. But uh, anyway, that's, uh, that was the excitement for the weekend. But I tell you what, the new YouTube, new, new YouTube channel, I'm getting a few of you sending some comments over. Thank you for that. I should have another video out in the next uh, day or so. I've got it recorded. I just need to, to get it put up and get edited. So uh, today, my God, my goodness, I, I guess we'll start with Grok because Grok was announced a couple of days ago and Grok is uh, Elon Musk attempt x.ai and uh, we knew he was going to come into the scene here and do something with his new company and people are kind of mocking him a little bit already and you know, and some of the stuff I saw online, I, I'm just going to be frank. Man, they're TechCrunch, The Verge. They obviously must hate Elon Musk. They must. I never see anything positive ever come out 
about anything he does. It's always a tongue-in-cheek thing. I'm almost starting to remove them as much of a source around here. Um, But anyway, Grok is an AI modeled after the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. So it's tended to answer almost anything and far harder even suggests what questions to ask. Grok is designed to answer questions with a bit of wit and has a rebellious streak, so please don't use it if you hate humor. A unique and fundamental advantage, according to them, of Grok is it has real-time knowledge of the world via the X platform. We'll also answer spicy questions that are rejected by most other AI systems. And Grok is still a very early beta. The best we could do at two months of training, so expect to improve rapidly with each passing week with your help. I signed up for access. I am uh, I am basically on a waiting list to get in. Uh, so we'll get in and play with it soon. But people are asking it dumb questions like, how do I make cocaine? And how do I do this? And how do I do that? And it was giving some humorous answers, um, not necessarily uh, ones that were accurate. Uh, you know, the one response was, you need to go get a DEA license. And then if you don't blow yourself up, those types of responses. So it's, it is, does have a bit of a sense of humor. So I think that uh, we'll see what it is and we'll see how, how, uh, how people whine about it. But I knew that OpenAI was having their developers conference today. And I, I just didn't have time to watch. It started like at 1030 Pacific, but I was very, very quickly watching the, you know, watching the feeds and watching different sites. And needless to say, I'm pretty blown away. And number one, the thing that excites me the most is that I can build an API. I mean, I can build a, what's called an assistant. At some point, it's not open to us yet, but I'll be able to build an assistant because I've got two or three things I do in chat GPT that I, use on a regular basis. So if I can tell the assistant, this is, this is a task, this is your task, and when I tell you to do this, or when I bring you a certain set of data sets, it's going to know what to do with it. It's going to process it. And without having, because I write the prompt once, set it up, then I save the assistant, and the assistant will be there for me to use. And I guess some of these assistants will also be able to be published to what's called an app store. So that if my assistant is good enough, people will use my assistant and they'll and I'll earn some money for their use and usage of the assistant. That to me is like, yes, because I really wanted something that would be, you know, if you look at my chat GPT history, it just goes on and on and on and on. And this assistant type thing would really kind of narrow that down a little bit. I just do a task and, 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 and it would get it done. They've introduced G, uh, GPT-4 Turbo. Now, I think that's only available to developers at this point. And they're also fine-tuning the GPT-4 for the public side. Now, GPT-4 Turbo will, um, the cost of it is definitely on a, on a basically per query type. And it, the prices went real down. But now the GPT-4 well, the GPT-4 Turbo's knowledge cutoff is April of 2023, which is pretty good about recent events. Now, 
they're also doing stuff for regular GPT-4. The company announced that they're experimenting, they launched an experimental access program for fine-tuning GPT-4 as opposed to fine-tuning program for GPT-3.5. The GPT-4 program involved more oversight and guidance. Uh, Elsewhere, OpenAI announced that it's doubling the tokens per minute on the rate late for all paying GPT-4 customers, which is good. The queries can be double the size. And um, so the token window is going to basically open up on the API side big enough to handle essentially a book of data, which is is crazy. Um, and again, you're going to be able to create your own version of chat GPT. I had written some um, some takeaways I had just reading across various things. Um, the OpenAI's text-to-image model is now available via API. ChatGPT now has 100 million weekly active users. Think about that. Two million developers are using the platform, including more than 92% of Fortune 500 companies. OpenAI is launching a new API called the Assistant API that will help developers build agent-like experiences. And they have a text-to-speech API that offers six preset voices to choose from for two generative AI model variants. Um, Again, the GPT-4 Turbo offer offers 128,000 token context window. And what I'm what I'm thinking is, is those companies that have all these new AI startup models, they're really in trouble. And a leading AI figure that I follow on Twitter, he said yesterday, we can never figure out a way for people in our organization to use AI in a coordinated way without hiring prompt engineers and coders and building elaborate custom interfaces. That changed today. Don't need coders. Don't need prompt engineers. Don't need anyone. This all can be done by you and I. The GPT bidder basically says, hi, I'll help you with and build a new GPT. You can say something like, make a creative who helps generate visuals for new products or make a software engineer who helps me format code. These kinds of things is what is going to be available with this GPT builder. And to me, that is beyond, beyond exciting. And, uh, we are at another, and it's just, what, since what, April or whatever? We're at another inflection point. I, I put a post up on Facebook that shows a tidal wave coming from a simulated Silicon Valley, and there's nothing they can do to stop this. So I am sure there are a whole ton of AI startups out there that have been stomping around their offices like kids today uh, using the F word at the top of their lungs because what this really eliminates. And from my, my perspective, there is probably the opportunity here for at least for me to stop paying for one or two tools once I'm able to make my own version of a chat GPT with my own little tasks that I wanted to do. Again, a no code way to make a custom AI agent. AI agents 
are a thing. AI agents next year will dominate the entire landscape. You're going to get used to this word, AI agents. It's going to become part of your normal vocabulary. What AI agent are you using? Which one did you find on that? I found a cool one over on the ChatGPT app store. This is going to be a whole new industry. Whole new industry. And you and I don't need to be coders to make one. So you can make it as custom and refined for your business, your needs as you want. What's one of the things I'm going to do? All right, this is dumb. When I post to YouTube, I take the HTML that Kirk has created in the list of the, um, in the show notes. Those are all, they have a bullet point, bullet, 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 bullet. I take that HTML, I put it in a chat GPT, and I say strip, this is kind of weird, strip the HTML, but give me the text and a dash and the physical hyperlink not wrapped in HTTP. So it gives me, you know, Todd story dash HTTPS because I have to paste on YouTube the links to the, the content in raw text. There can be no HTML going to YouTube. So I used to have to do that by hand and strip all that out. Kirk, but now I just tell ChatGP2 in about 15 seconds, it, it spits it out. I'm going to have that as an agent that's going to run, that's going to do that task for me. I might even be able to point to the published article and say, here's the link to this, go, go, go strip it for me. We'll play with it, see, make it works. But that's just one thing that I'm going to use that's basically, I might even have to cut and paste. I might just say, go grab it from here. It's this kind of little, and so we're probably going to have a dozen, 15, 20 agents that we're all going to use for different things. And now that these models are starting to be able to touch the web, you go out and do a Bing search. Now maybe you can go out and do a look up for, for pricing on airline tickets and all these other things they've been talking about. You're going to have agent for everything. And this is what this is the start of. So this DALI 3 API with the new text-to-speech models, that's, that's amazing. Text-to-speech. Now, that's been around for a long time, text-to-speech. But imagine what we'll be able to do with this. So it just, I, I, again, these are things that make me think and should be making you think. And I think what's going to happen, I'm saying a lot of things here, I think what's going to happen is all of this is going to continue to be transformative. And if you're not paying attention, which I know you all are, and apparently 100, 100 million people are playing with chat GPT on a weekly basis, but that tells you how many aren't considered that, consider the worldwide population. I'd like to see the breakdown of people in each country, how many people are from each country. I bet the United States is the majority. Let's say 60 million people in the United States are using chat GPT on a, on a weekly basis. That leaves 40 million for the rest of the world. I think that would be about right. How about you? What do you think? So. It's really 
this is this is a big day, a very 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 big day. All right, moving on. Researchers pose as a foreign actors and data brokers sold them information on military service members anyway. So basically, a 2020 Maduke study by some researchers revealed that data brokers advertised they had access to and were more than happy to sell information on U.S. military personnel. In this more recent study, researchers used wipe computers, VPNs, burner phones, bought with cash, and other means of identity obfuscation to go undercover. They scraped the websites of data brokers, see which were likely to have available data. Then they attempted to make those purchases posing as two entities, datamarketresearch.org and dataanalytics.asia with little or no vetting. Several of the brokers transferred the requested data not only to the presumptively Chicago-based data market research, but also to the server of the .asia domain, which was located in Singapore. The records only cost 12 to 32 cents per a piece. Now listen to this. This is beyond disturbing. The sensitive information include health records, financial information, and location data was also available, although to the team at Duke decided not to purchase that. Obviously, this data could be used by foreign and malicious actors to target active duty military personnel, veterans and their families and acquaintances for profiling, blackmailing, targeting with information campaigns and more. And an individual later, this also could elude identity theft or fraud. This gaping hole in our national security apparatus is due to large part the absence of comprehensive federal regulations governing either individual data privacy or much of the business practice engaged by data brokers. Both Senator Elizabeth Warren, Bill Cassidy, and Mark Rubio induced the Protecting Military Service Members at Data Act 2022 to give powers to the FTC to go after these folks. But this stuff hasn't moved. Despite bipartisan support, it still hasn't made it past the introduction phase. If you're concerned about this, you're concerned about our military members, Link will be in the show notes. Please call your congressman and ask them to get on with it. Okay? Ask them to get on with it, please. Meanwhile, YouTube, not to be left alone, they're testing a generative AI feature, including a, a comment summarizer and a conversational tool. Conversational tool? I don't have a conversation on YouTube. So again, the company announced as part of the premium package available to paid subscribers, YouTube users will be able to try out a new conversational tool that uses AI to answer questions about the YouTube's about YouTube's content and make recommendations, aka search engine, as well as try out a new feature that will summarize topics in the comments of a video. Both v- features will become available through YouTube's hub for new experiments at youtube.com forward slash new on an opt-in basis. Conversation tool will arrive in the next few weeks while the topic summarization tool will begin testing only with a small group of users who sign up for the experiment through the website. YouTube says the conventional tools responses will be generated by a large language model that draws on information from YouTube and the web and are designed to help viewers dive in deeper to the content they're watching. For example, participants will be able to ask questions about the video they're currently viewing or ask for other things to watch similar videos using acts like rec- using actions like recommend related content. 
These conversations with AI will be able to take place as the video is streaming so as not to interrupt playback. This will only be available in the U.S. and on Android devices via a new Ask option on the video's watch page. YouTube Premium members can opt out, opt, excuse me, opt into this testing starting today. So search and everything you know about it is changing dramatically. And this will become the norm at some point. On a little more non-exciting news, ExpressVPN is eventually launch a password manager tool for all users. So if you use ExpressVPN, uh, definitely take a look at that. That made the news over at Tech Radar. SpaceX is targeting a late night Starlink Falcon 9 launch tomorrow, Tuesday. For many of you listening to the show today, uh, that's going to happen. Uh, launch window begins at 3.31 a.m. Oh, 3.31 a.m. this morning. So they say 3.31 EDT. Are we not on Eastern Stand Time now? It says EDT. I thought we're on EST now. The Starlink 627 mission is, is slated to be uh, soon followed by a NASA SpaceX commercial resupply mission. So uh, we'll keep an eye on this. The Vision Pro according to folks over at Digital Trends, is the wrong product at the wrong time for Apple, according to Alex Blake. But I've been talking to some people that have had some tests on the Vision Pro, and they were absolutely blown away. Not necessarily a product I want to go out and spend 3500 on, but it will serve certain purposes if you are in a small workspace. You need multiple screens. This might be something that you'll want to use. So. Mark German's latest Power On newsletter in the picture looks grim. German points out that Apple is looking for its next big thing to help restore revenues. Yet he reckons it's becoming clear and clear that Vision Pro won't be the major moneymaker for some time. And the reason? I guess to buy one, you're going to have to go to the Apple store. And you're going to have to get fitted and go through some sort of demo. But yet they think they might be able to sell 400,000 units. But you're going to have a hard time getting in because there's only going to be four appointments per day for each store in the U.S. where Vision Pro will be sold until the end of 2024. So you have to go in to a Apple store, a one of four. So if there's a lot of people lined up, you might wait a month to get in. It's hard to tell. So if you think about four a day per store, it's pretty easy to do the math and see where the sales numbers probably will be if everyone buys one. If you were in Kentucky, central Kentucky last week, there was something in the sky that they can't describe. It wasn't a comet, but it was definitely something in the upper atmosphere that was on fire. Uh, they haven't figured out if it was some satellite or something entering, but it went on quite a while. It wasn't one of those fast ones. It burned for a bit. So whatever it was, it was big. So uh, if anybody hears what the outcome of that was, let me know. Okay. This is interesting over on AP News. We don't get too many articles over AP News. They got a look at this stupid thing. They have this monster, monster advertisement at the top of the page. It's just insane. 
So I can't even hardly read the article. This is the only thing I don't like about some of these websites. You scroll, 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 and finally get to see the content. Um, this was a tool inspired by online dating, AI tool for adoption, matchmaking falls short for vulnerable foster kids. And I guess where it's been tested, it hasn't done well. They were going to use AI to try to match with parents that were looking to adopt. And it hasn't worked out well. And um, some of the orphans, others seize from their parents. Many are older and have overwhelming needs or disabilities. Many bear the scars of trauma from being hauled between foster homes, torn from siblings, or sexually and physically abused. Child protection agencies have wrestled for decades with how to find lasting homes for such vulnerable children and teens. But this artificial intelligence-powered tool that they thought would predict where and match with parents has not worked. It's only resulted in a few adoptions. Tennessee scrapped the program before it rolled out, saying it didn't work with their internal citizens even after state officials spent more than two years trying to set it up. And social workers reported mixed experiences, what was called family match in Florida, where its use has been expanding. State officials told AP the organization owned some of the sensitive data family match collects. They also know that nonprofit provided a little transparency about how the algorithm worked. So uh, user satisfaction was very low for this. So not a good look for that particular tool. If you're an HBO Max, Max downgrades ad-free plan to full HD, adds a more expensive tier with 4K. So this is supposed to happen after the merger in May. So the ad-free version that costs $15.99 will no longer support full 4K with only full HD to be supported. Wow. Users willing to watch in 4K have to shell up $19.99 per month for the new ultimate ad-free plan. I think $15.99 is plenty. I don't need to watch stuff in 4K, to be honest with you. Why? You know, that's just crazy. $4 more for 4K with Max. These, anything about that, $15.99 just for Max. They're nickel and dime us to death. We thought we were getting away with cutting the cord, and if you want these services, you're not getting them without paying. Cruise uh, basically stopped its driver's operations nationwide last week. But the New York Times reports the company's move since then. Cruise hired a law firm to investigate its response to a San Francisco incident involving a pedestrian, including its interaction with regulators, law enforcement, and the media. A separate review of the incident is being, con is being down cutted by Exponent, a consulting firm that evaluates complex software systems. The company rivals fear cruise issues could lead to tougher driverless car rules for all of them. I think they should. Cruise employees worry there's no easy fix for the company's problems and said five former and current employees and business partners. So with its business frozen, their concerns that cruise is becoming too much of a financial burden on GM. Of course, the strike complicated Cruz's ambition of hitting its goal of $1 billion in revenue in 2025. And GM has spent an average of $588 million a quarter on Cruz over the past year. Each Chevy Bolt that Cruz operates costs between $150,000 to $200,000, according to a person familiar with the operations. So uh, 
we'll see what happens with Cruz. I guess they got a contract, didn't they? UAW was bragging they, they finished their contract negotiations. Overseas, Telecom Italia proves grid sale, defying its top investor. They've been hurting for money for years. And uh, they're they selling a 24% stake to a U.S. venture capitalist firm or, or some sort of in, investment group. And their twenty four percent, their stockholder that owns a bunch of the stock is going to fight the uh, the acquisition or the sale. Over in the UK, public Wi Fi is our most concerning risk, according to a survey. News researchers claim that over half of British citizens believe they're most at risk of cyber attack when they're down at the local pub, cafe, or restaurant. However, 41% of Brits use unsecured Wi-Fi if given the opportunity. Research added Brits are also blasé about their public Wi-Fi usage and often don't go far enough to protect themselves and not using a VPN. Less than half, 47% of those surveys said they would not, they would not enter or access, access sensitive information while connected to an unsecured public Wi-Fi network. Well, just the fact that you're connected and moving data, it, it can be stealing, stolen. CTO over at VPN said, convenience coupled with our love of using devices on the go means that public Wi-Fi connections have flourished, yet Brits have been cautious, have our right to be cautious about using them. And, uh, but they say use a VPN. Uh, I, I agree. Microsoft Generative AI Copilot tool for Office software has been generally available. However, you need to pay at least $9,000 per month on top of your existing Microsoft 365 Enterprise subscription to even get access. Wow. Wow. The company announced a GA of its Gen I tool several months ago, but put its rival product in the hands of customers, both Google Duet AI for Workspace and Microsoft 365 Copilot will cost Enterprise 30 per user on top of existing subscriptions. So I'm paying 30 to test the Google version of this. So why is it 9,000? I guess it's the Enterprise Edition. How much does Microsoft Enterprise cost? If it's an additional nine grand a, a month, that's, that's a big number. Holy cow. I don't spend that much annually with Google. Wow. In hacking news, since January 23, January of 2023, Iranian advanced persistent threat has been targeting higher education and technology organizations in Israel with Wiper security firm Paul Alto Networks reporting. The threat actor has been launched espionage and destructive attacks, mainly against entities in Israel and the United Arab Emirates, was also observing targeting diamond industry firm in South Africa. The director launched an offensive campaign targeting education tech organization Israel to steal personal identifying information and intellectual property to deploy wipers to cover its tracks. For initial access, the threat actor exploited vulnerable web-facing servers and then deployed multiple web shells to gain a foothold in the environment to remain undetected. So bypassing antivirus and everything. Meanwhile, Google wants to help let you know exactly how safe that Android VPN you downloaded is. 
The App Store will now let users know if a VPN service downloaded on the storefront have agreed to security audits from independent bodies. VPN has been audited in accordance with the Mobile App Security Assessment Guidelines. The brainchild of App Defense Alliance will now have a badge next to them that says Independent Security Review in the Data Safety Section. For an app to be assessed by Massa, though, and thus acquire the new Google badge, only a handful of independent cybersecurity firms are accepted as valid auditors. VPN providers and other privacy tools accept independent security reviews and still users trust. And these are very expensive security audits. Just like every year when we pay to have our stats audited at uh, Blueberry. It's very, very expensive for that audit to be done to make sure that we're keeping in compliance. A hacked proxy service has already infected 10,000 systems worldwide with malware. We don't hear about this too much, about these proxy systems. An old proxy botnet discovered affecting victims across the globe. Cybersecurity research firm BitSight have discovered a major botnet. The database with these devices then sold to third parties. As reported by Bleak Computer, the proxy botnet that was discovered is called SOX 5 System Z. Unidentified hackers have been using two separate loaders, namely Private Loader and Amity, to affect the endpoints. The loaders were usually distributed via phishing, malicious ads, fake programs, cracks, keygens, and similar. And victims are everywhere. And again, not being detected. More than 400,000 Windows systems were compromised this way. So uh, sad. Some of this stuff is not keeping up with antivirus or malware detection. Tesla is going to be creating, supposedly, the cheapest EV ever. And it could be almost a half the price of the Model 3. The plans is to produce a 25,000-year-old car in Berlin Gigafactory. The source, which remained anonymous, failed to divulge exactly when the model would go into production, but further sources told the news agency back in September the Tesla was closing in on an innovation that would die-cast nearly all of the underbody of the EV in one piece. And, of course, this is like an extension of the Tesla's existing gigacasting manufacturing process, which has already slashed the cost of the Model Y. It also goes hand-in-hand with the automakers unveiling a Novell Manufacturing process that must claim during Tesla's 2023 investor day would be faster and more efficient. Um, so again, no model number, anything else, but we will see. But a 25,000 euro, that's, uh, that's getting the price down considerably. American Airlines Pilot Union recovering after ransomware attack. The APA says it has made progress in restoring its systems after failing victim to file encryption ransomware attack last week. Our IT team and the support of outside actors can do work nonstop to restore our systems. We're pleased to report that the restoration efforts are progressing. We'll soon begin to be bring back some of our services online. The restoration efforts would focus on pilot-facing products and tools with full operations expected to be restored later. Over the weekend, the organization announced it restored most functionality, including access to alliedpilots.org website. However, it also reset all passwords on the website informing users they would need such new ones. So it looks like they're restoring from backup. They haven't shared the details of the ransomware. So uh, again, companies continue and the organizations 
continue to be hit. Discord is switching to a temporary links to stop malware. In other words, you put a link in a, a Discord list, it'll, what's it going to do? So this plan, the platform's content delivery mark is often abused with threat actors choosing it to host malware. When the user comes into play across the network, Discord will effectively render an end to long-term hosting. Later this year, links will be given a signature and will only remain valid under the expiration timestamp. Discord is set to refer to its temporary link scheme as authentication enforcement to access the attachment attachment CDN link after the link expires, your app will need to fetch a new CDN URL. The API will automatically return valid, not expired URLs when you access resources that contain an attached. So basically people are linking to stuff, changing the, the end link to cause people to download malware, I guess. Wow. So lots of stuff on cruise. YouTube is testing a play something button for when you don't know what to watch. It's pretty good. If you get into a series of stuff, it usually will suggest, it's pretty good at suggesting stuff. Meanwhile, WhatsApp AI shows gun-wielding children when prompted with Palestine. Now, a WhatsApp feature that generates images in response to user searches, I didn't know this was even a thing on WhatsApp, returns a picture of a gun or a boy with a gun when prompted with the terms Palestinian or Palestine or Muslim boy. Palestinian. The research results varied when tested by different users, but the Guardian verified through screenshots own test, made his own employees report an escalated issue internally, a personal knowledge uh, of the discussion said. Made his own WhatsApp allows users to try out its AI image journey to create a sticker. The feature prompts users to turn ideas into stickers with AI. So that's what happened here. So uh, not a good look for WhatsApp here uh, at all. Dating apps are losing the luster with college students. By the numbers, 79% of respondents to a Axios Generation Lab survey of college and graduate students around the country said they don't use any dating app. Among the apps that was popular was Tinder, which is 12%. College students are targeting dem are a target demographic for dating apps with companies like Tinder and Bumble, but the overwhelming majority of young people on campus say they prefer to meet people in person. Wow. That's new. I feel dating has to ruin the dating scene for many people my age and ruining their self-confidence, says Melanie Perez, a junior at Sam Houston State University. I'd rather meet and start as friends and use an app that will most likely end in hookups. Between the lines of polarity, 37% of the respondents all said that beliefs are the most important factor when considering potential partners. They ranked it higher than professional goals or looks. Uh, interesting. It's being reported Apple has no plans to make a 27-inch iMac with Apple Silicon. So the company is instead focusing on the iMac line around the 24-inch model. But they want you to, the company encouraged those who have been holding out hope for a larger iMac consider the studio display and a Mac Studio or Mac Mini, which is going to cost you a lot more money. Just go out and buy a bigger monitor. Commercial. Don't buy the studio display. Go out and buy a 27-inch screen. You can buy great ones from Dell and other people. And then buy your Mac Mini or Mac Studio. So uh, 
No more 27-inch Mac iMacs. Means they weren't selling enough. Space and aircraft flight, in some ways, are, are a little bit the same. There's something that's called spatial disorientation. Among pilots, that led to 101 deaths, 65 lost aircraft, and 2.32 billions of damages in the Air Force between 93 and 2013. The problem also hits astronaut whose senses can be bamboozled when they're severed from the familiar pull of Earth's gravity. A new approach providing feedback on bodily orientation via a small vibrating device on the skin has proved effective with experimental subject in simulated zero-gravity environments. The so-called vibrotractors combined with specialized training helped to improve the subject's ability to fight spatial disorientation, according to research which could help astronauts find their orientation when they can no longer rely on their other senses. They use a multi-axis rotation device, a sort of rotating chair. They program to act like an unstable upside-down pendulum. All participants were given blindfold earplugs and white noise to listen to. Those with vibrotactors had four strapped on each arm, which would buzz when they moved away from the balance point. Each participant took 40 trials, aiming to keep the rotation device as close to balance as possible. So... That's interesting. It tells them where they're at when they can't know otherwise. The United States has slapped sanctions and accused fave go-to money launderer of the Russia's rich. A Russian woman, the U.S. accuses of being a career money launderer, is the latest to be sanctioned. The Department of Treasury added Exatrina Zadnova to its specially designated nationals and block persons list as of November 3rd. But I guess she's been moving rich people money all around, hundreds of millions of dollars. So she made the list. But get this one. Samsung, the Samsung family has sold $2 billion worth of shares to pay inheritance tax. Now, Korea, apparently, South Korea, has the highest inheritance tax in the world. The family's been paying the second largest inheritance tax bill in Korea's history, more than 10.7 billion U.S. dollars in five years of installments since April 2021. The state was only estimated to be worth $19.8 billion, and includes stock, real estate, and around 23,000 pieces of art. So they're giving up more than 50% of the company's value for inheritance tax. That would make you want to move the company out of the country, wouldn't it? Google shutters the COVID-19 exposure notification on an Android. That's gone, bye-bye, no longer here, sayonara. Europe is really worried about what's going on here in the United States and, and trying to figure out how they're going to be competitive in the space launch business. Europe on Money challenged the private sector to develop services for small rockets that could guide future space reform. The head of European Space Agency said the decision to foster competition long-term implications for the industry, which is wrestling with a short-term gap in space access due to delays and technical setbacks of the Ariane 6 and Vega C rockets. The announcement marks a new departure for the 22-nation agents who was previously designed and procured launchers and wants to move ahead 
towards their leaner system of buying services to help Europe mimic runaway growth of rivals like Elon Musk. Such projects should start with a new generation of mini launchers, but could set the tone for long-term replacement of Europe's heavier Area 6 and Vega C. So uh, no one can keep up with Elon right now. Not at all. In asteroid news, NASA surprise discovered a dinky moon orbiting asteroid in, close, in a close flyby. NASA's Lucy spacecraft snapped a picture. And it turns out of the asteroid called Dinkish, D-I-N-K-I-N-E-S-H. And the space rock has a dinky moon orbiting it. They were quite surprised. So a uh, link will be up in the show notes on that. Microsoft's don't worry. AI will make your jobs better. <laughs> it's going to help businesses all right. I don't know if it's going to help workers. A new Microsoft-backed study has revealed that most companies are realizing a return on their AI investment within 14 months, with AI deployments typically taking fewer than 12 months for 9 and 10 organizations. Regman reports that companies are returning an average of $3.5 for every dollar they invest in AI. And a small group of companies around 5% are returning as much as 8% on their investment. How are, how are they measuring that? That's what I want to know. How are they measuring that return? But usually when they get money back, they don't necessarily pour it into more employees. If you live in Mississippi, a cyber breach delays poll worker training in Mississippi's largest county before the statewide vote. In Hines County, the training is normally completed in early October before the election. Of course, they have a general election Tuesday with key races such as governor. Hines County had a cybersecurity breach and uh, they had a hold on the training until just when did they do it? When did they held it? Uh, the office members work right up to Thursday deadline to finish the training. Wow. So uh, that's what happens when there's a cybersecurity breach. Things get all out of whack. But the election must go on. He can still hand count, do paper ballots. According to Tech Radar, workers are being overloaded with too many apps and chat services. Hybrid working hasn't helped. New study claimed that four and five communications are still occurring via email. Not for me. Man, I, I'm I'm way down. So internal company stuff is all on Slack. We don't do anything via email. Many workers find themselves in endless video conferencing meetings at Temple Worker Week, but the majority of respondents found that only three and five meetings were generally valuable to be productive. We've cut our meetings as much as possible. We've cut them down real. We do three morning meetings. We do a marketing meeting. And then I do like two separate follow-up meetings with designers and the marketing team that's separate, just real short calls during the week. We've tried to cut stuff down. And planning meetings, yeah, we have to have a few of those. But um, we've really worked hard to reduce the, the number of meetings. It can just be a life sucker. Who subscribers are getting a new Futurama episode and a potential prison break reboot? So two very different shows have been given some great news by Hulu. The streamers confirm is commissioned new seasons for both of those series. So those of you that are fans of that, be aware. 
Also, Apple could be making its own batteries for next iPhone. The 2025 iPhones could come with all new battery tech. According to a report by Korean publication ET News, which cites industry circuit games, Apple is aiming to design its own batteries. With that in mind, don't expect to see such batteries pop up in iPhone 16, but come to iPhone 17, you could see that. Uh, one of the reasons iPhones tend to be fixtures on our best phone list is that Apple has a tight grip on pretty much all of its development. Uh, let's see here. What else? Oh, I guess some folks got exposed to potentially with this event called Board Ape NFT event. Several people reported experiencing eye pain, vision problems, and sunburnt skin on Sunday after attending Ape Fest, a Board Ape Yacht Club NFT collection event in Hong Kong. Apparently, some of the lights on the screen were UV, UV lights from the stage were causing, uh, caused people trouble. That's crazy. Go to an event and get, uh, basically be exposed to something similar to like welder's burn. Here's one I didn't track before. Saturn's rings will disappear in 2025. In 18 months, Saturn's iconic rings will no longer be visible from Earth. The planet's tilt means that the rings will appear side on and vanish from view. Now, how long does this last? Uh, the rings will not be gone for good and will tilt back toward Earth during the next phase of Saturn of 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 Saturn's 29-year orbit. Uh, let's see here. That means for a short period, every 13.7 to 15.7 years, Earth sees the planet perfectly from the side. And uh by 2024, the angle will be nine degrees. Uh, oh, well, no, it'll be right now. It's at an angle of nine degrees, and it'll be reduced to 3.7. So, uh, be a few years, I guess, before the move is made. They don't really lay it out, but uh, so that's interesting. I didn't know that we lose sight of the rings for a little bit. Apple Watch battery drain issues to be fixed. An upcoming Watch OS update is affected multiple models, ranging older ones to the latest Apple Watch 2 version. So they are going to get a get a fix out here shortly. And that is the news on that. So lots of different articles tonight. We were all over the place for sure. Big stack. But the big thing at the beginning of the show was definitely the AI piece. And uh, that was uh, that today has got had my attention for a couple of hours. You know, it's it's never ending. And uh, I don't know. Are you guys excited about this AI stuff at all? So you want me to be talking about more, covering more stuff? Because believe me, we could do, a, I could actually do a whole show twice a week. Nothing, just talks nothing about AI. I don't have the time to do it. So I'm just covering the top level stuff that I find is cool that I hear about and trends and so forth. So I'm going to keep it at that at this point. But uh, wow, wow, Kirk boy's been knocking out of the ballpark the number of articles we found here. Uh, it's it's a big stack tonight for sure. So good job on Kirk. And I might whittle away at a little. I did knock down two or three of the articles tonight that I that a little bit overkill. There was a few dupes in there too that I killed as well. But otherwise, uh, that's going to bring us to the end here. Pretty long show for uh, new show standards. Uh, but anyway, thanks for being here. We'll be back with you Thursday for another edition of the show. You can always email me here, geeknews at gmail.com. Don't forget that uh, about my sponsor, GoDaddy. And of course, at Geek News on X, that's a place to go. 
If you haven't thought about becoming an insider, it'd be great to have you now as an insider at geeknesscentral.com forward slash insider. And what have you been thinking about the new intros? I think tonight's one was a little bit long. Uh, I tried to stuff a little bit too much in there and become a little windy. Uh, what say you? Geeknews at gmail.com. It's been my pleasure to bring you show. Again, we've been lit and live. We'll be back with you on, uh, on Monday, Thursday, excuse me. Everyone take care. We'll see you next time here. And uh, be safe. Watch out for one another. Have a great week. Bye-bye. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.